0: Hey, Janice. Hi, Patrice. How are you doing today? Oh,
1: good. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Such an honor.
1: You're welcome. I'm honored. I'm excited because I know this topic that we're talking about today is near and dear to your heart and definitely near and dear to my heart. And I thought who better to have this conversation with than um, someone who is um, not only walking through um, stress and mastering hormonal imbalances but who's also studying to become a functional medicine practitioner and a christian yogi so mm-hmm. i'm super excited for our audience to, to experience you today and to hear the download of wisdom that you're going to share so um would you like to have just a quick word of prayer oh absolutely okay do you want to pray or you want me to
0: pray you go ahead and pray <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> well father right now we just want to say thank you lord Father, we want to praise you and we bless your holy name. Father, we exalt you. Jesus, we thank you for your blood. Thank you for your sacrifice on Calvary. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this conversation and ask that you would lead in God our conversation, that it be full of grace and season with salt. Father, may it be helpful. It is needful. May it be helpful, God, to every woman, every daughter, every sister, every mother that will listen to this podcast um with clarity, healing, and wisdom come and understanding because the Bible says and all that getting get understanding. And Father, I thank you that you are blessing Janice um, to be a voice um, in this hour and the coming seasons for wellness because truly the Bible does um, say that you want us to have the peace of God which surpasses all understanding and that it's your desire that we have health and prosper, even as our soul prospers. So divine health and wellness is a por- is a promise, God, and it's our portion. So today, God, I pray that you would bless um, the works of our hands, the fruit of our lips, and that the word that we share today and that we discuss would be effective, and it would be a sure arrow and hit the mark of each person that will um, be a listener and a partaker in the seasons to come in Jesus' name
0: amen
1: amen amen thank you you. so today guys um for those of you listening we thank you for um joining our podcast if you have not listened to the podcast before i'm dr patrice carter i'm the founder of breakpoint coaching llc where we certify train and equip christian life coaches and today i'm joined by my sister in christ um janice armstrong janice is a uh, military spouse a fellow military spouse a wife a minister Um, a beautiful mom who homeschools um, three beautiful boys and a bonus daughter. And um, she is studying to become a functional medical practitioner and a Christian yogi. And um, so we're just really proud to have her. And our topic for today is self-care for coaches as well as stress and how that sabotages our goals. So Janice and I want to just talk around mainly her talking and sharing her expertise around stress And all the manifestations that come out of that, like hormonal imbalances, um, the symptoms, how it presents, how you can approach it, how you can begin to get on the path to healing and scriptures and resources around that. So, Janice, we're just going to get right into it. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell us, um, I know that I introduced you, but tell us, like, what's your goal around why you've been studying this and um, why this is so important?
0: Well, well, thank you so much. Well, I, about a year ago, I got diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and I was shocked. Um, And one of the root causes of that was stress. And my stress was causing a hormonal imbalance in my body, which was affecting all areas of my wellness, it was affecting my emotional health, my physical health and my mental health. Mm. And I went into research and I was surprised that most doctors really did not know how to guide me most medical doctors didn't know how to guide me in the healing process they just wanted to medicate me they wanted to put a band into the symptoms rather than dealing with the root cause and that's when i started looking into functional medicine mm. and the importance of nutrition the importance of stress management and really to get those hormones as balanced as possible and i began in the journey and i got so passionate about it that i said i need to get prepared on this and i need to empower other women to find healing Mm, I love that. That is so powerful.
1: I love that. I'm excited. And, you know, so guys, Janice and I are sisters in Christ and friends. So we've talked about Mm -hmm. and around these um, issues often, but Mm -hmm. she is such a warrior um, and it's constantly not only um, growing in her knowledge, she applies the things that um, she learns. And so I'm just inspired by your journey. I really truly am not just saying that and it has inspired my own journey and what you do informs my journey. So again, I'm excited about our topic today. So when you were diagnosed and you went to the, um, the, you know, traditional medicine and you found that there was um, this sort of lack in that mm-hmm. area and being able to approach this and you began to look into the functional um, medicine um, tell us what you found as it relates to um, what stress, the initial place you started researching.
0: I started first with stress and uh-huh. then nutrition. OK, I wanted to I wanted to learn about the different hormones because I didn't grow up knowing nothing about hormones and how they change in women as we age, right. And after childbirth and all of these things. So I went into the stress part and definitely nutrition and hormonal balance. I wanted to be so equipped to it that when I showed up back to my medical doctor, I was able to tell them, no, I'm not taking medication. I'm going to go the holistic way. I'm going to try a, B and C Mm -hmm. before I start taking a medication that I don't think is needed. Um, and it's really gaining that confidence of knowing. So I was very impressed with stress because sometimes we are so conditioned to think that stress is normal, right? That's, that we have to be able to survive with stress and it is not normal. Um, stress at a little bit in a little bit of portion and a, a little in a little portion is good for you. Right. It will motivate you, it will keep you going. But when that when you cross that thin line between a normal level of stress to an intense level of stress, then your entire body is in flight fight mode. Uh So you really want to, um, that's when I was like, okay, um, what is causing me stress and how can I manage my daily, um, tasks or the daily things that I, that I do without getting sick because stress is making us sick. It is. And, and it's so, um, it is amazing to me, like when I started learning about the symptoms of high stress, for example, I mean, that includes your mood swings, your hot flashes, weight gain, it, it can um, trigger urina- urinary incontinence and also infections, it can cause brain fog, memory loss, night sweats, leg, leg cramps, vaginal dryness, sleep disturbances, anxiety, depression, loss of interest, in things that used to bring us joy. So you become this walking machine um, and you keep doing and doing and doing, and eventually your body is just going to shut down.
1: And I experienced all those things. It's true. And hair loss, you know, mm-hmm. hair thinning and, yes. um, like, you know, loss of interest in sex. So it's like you're mm-hmm. married, you know, all those things, all the things. And so it's so interesting. I love that you shared those symptomologies of stress, because if you were to take those and separate them out, then you could see why a doctor would give or prescribe medication Mm
0: -hmm. when
1: really what we need to do is start to hit that root of stress. Because if we get the stress under control, then we can get back to having clear minds, right? We can release that weight where our body will begin to release that weight. And then, you know, eating and the right nutrition will bring all the You know, I would say the dryness and those things, you know, back (laughs) and and the interest that we have in wanting to do things, because really, when you lose, Mm -hmm. you think about lack of interest that could be diagnosed really as mild depression, possibly. And so then someone could end up on medication for depression, which some of those symptoms, um, symptoms, but side effects from depression medications also include weight gain and Mm -hmm. other issues. So it's this whole cycle, right?
0: Yes. When if we just cycle. get the
1: stress under control, we could possibly avoid some of those things. So, thank you for bringing those out. So, as you began to study stress, I know um, that you're not yet a medical practitioner, but did you want to share some of the hormones that that are related to stress and that you found out that are important to begin to try to bring into
0: balance? Oh, absolutely. So the stress hormone, um, cortisol, that is Mm -hmm. our stress hormone. And what happens when our cortisol, our hormone is out of balance, then it starts affecting how our other, especially for women, how other hormones function. So it affects the production of estrogen, it affects progesterone, and it also can trigger a higher level of testosterone. And when women start experiencing a higher level of testosterone, which is the male hormone, which normally we have a little bit of it. But when cortisol is really high, what happens is that testosterone starts going up too. And that's when women start experiencing male type symptoms. So they start having facial hair. They start having, um, they they start gaining weight around the belly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get all of these little symptoms, and sometimes we don't even know what is happening. Uh, we start losing hair um, in the hairline, um, and that's something that we're like, oh, what is causing this? And as women, we need to understand. Maybe I need to check that cortisol level because it's affecting my other functions. And we see an increase on. PMS symptoms, mm-hmm. you see an increase on just feeling completely regular cycles, heavier cramping, um, and we start to um, having problems sleeping. Mm. And we mm-hmm. start, yes, and when our cortisol is out of control, then we start trying to support it. And what do we do? We reach out for more caffeine, we reach out for more sugar, and we reach out for more carbs, because it gives us that fake energy that we need to keep going mm-hmm. while our body is trying to tell us, hey, you need to rest. You need to bring this cortisol down. Mm-hmm. And like you said before, it creates this cycle where our adrenal glands don't know what they're doing. So instead of producing a healthy level or optimal level of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone in our body, cortisol now triggered all of that to get out of balance. And- I'm yeah. listening. That's yeah. awesome. No, I didn't <laughs>
1: mean to cut you off. That's so good. I was just saying, amen, sister. No.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Like for example, one of the symptoms when we have a low level of progesterone is we start seeing irregular periods, we start seeing difficulty conceiving and we start seeing higher complications during pregnancy. And that's something that, I don't know if you ever found a doctor that told you that, but I didn't find a doctor that told me that. Um, And like, I I never had anybody educate me on that particular aspect of hormones and how they play such a major role and women and I'm glad that now we're you know we're having this conversation and we're starting to learn more about it
1: No, it's so powerful I mean you just Mm -hmm. I love everything that you're sharing and talking about and these are the things that I began to experience and so just having firsthand knowledge that you know these are things that we need to talk about and no they're not Mm -hmm. taught because I think about my mother my grandmothers my aunts you know women being so angry about the hot flashes. Now mm-hmm. I've had several hot mm-hmm. flashes. I mean, I don't get angry like it is what it is, but I started having the sleeplessness like you said the hair thinning. Mm-hmm. My period left Janice, and it it was I didn't have a period for 52 days.
0: And mm-hmm. I'm
1: somebody that's always been regular, but then I assumed, okay, well I'm 51, so that's just part of the whole menopause process. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, as I share it, I pray about everything. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, give me the wisdom of what is happening. And how do I begin? How do I, you know, I want to age well. And I don't want to age with, you know, being morbidly obese. So then I put on weight, you know, weight that's not normal for, you know, me. And it was, it just came out of nowhere. And it was around my middle. And I'm like, I am not Mm -hmm. doing this, because I know that leads to other disease states, diabetes, type two diabetes. And Um, all these other, you know, that, um, what do you call it? Sicknesses that could come as a result Mm -hmm. of just this one thing, not one thing, but these multiple things. And then too, um, I saw women in the past just lean into, well, this is just part of getting old, but I don't receive that Mm -hmm. because the promise of God is divine health. And he says, if you, any man lacks wisdom to ask. So all that aside, when I didn't have the period for 52 days, again, uh, all these things were happening at the same time. And I started being prayerful. And so we should have a period. Yes, at some point Mm -hmm. it is going to stop, you know, but I knew that it. I didn't feel that mine should stop that soon. So I started tracking my period. So I just kind of wanted to interject that and share that there are some apps where you can check, you can track your period. And so when I began to go back and look and I realized, oh my God, it's been 51 days and started adding all these things up it came to the hormonal imbalance and it came to the stress and the, the cortisol. And so I just love the conversation. So back to you. Um, I want to talk about, you know, you shared with us how you began to research around stress and nutrition, but you share with us some ways that we know that we're possibly having some hormonal imbalances as it relates to stress and you listed them as hair loss um, mm-hmm. or people start to have excess hair because their testosterone levels are too high you talked about fatigue brain fog um, weight gain around the middle loss of interest in sex or loss of interest in the things that used to bring us joy mm-hmm. and vaginal dryness mm-hmm. and how you said that we sabotage it even further by trying to overcaffeinate and or taking mm-hmm. carbs and sugar because when you're feeling like that you do crave mm-hmm. sugar and carbs turn into sugar so can you tell us some of the things that you found or experienced that you, and so again, going to to um, coffee. So what have you found nutrition wise that has, that is potentially helpful in actually targeting stress?
0: Oh, great. Um, great question. Um, one of the, one of the, the biggest things for me nutritional wise is trying to avoid or prevent sugar as much as possible um, and those high GI carbs. And what I refer with high GI carbs are carbs that stay in your body for a longer time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, that they go to your, that you eat them and they can raise your level of sugar really fast. So mm-hmm. those high GI um, carbs, like white bread and um, burger, I mean, buns, burger buns, and all those things that we eat on a, on a regular diet here in the, in the United States, they can they go into our body, they raise our levels of sugar really quick and then we flop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that sugar crash, that sugar crash, right? And mm-hmm. then we start, so eliminating those, eliminating the flour, eliminating the too much sugar and trying to stay away from me at least, staying away from gluten and staying mm-hmm. away from eating too late. So for me, one of the things is not too much about what I eat, even though I know that when I eat like... Um, if I eat pizza, I know next day my sugar is going to be out of um, balance. And I didn't mention it before, but my PCOS triggered a pre-diabetic status. Um, right now I am battling insulin resistance, but I am doing it through diet mm-hmm. and also when I eat. So I don't eat anything after 6 PM mm-hmm. because that's what makes my body function the best the next day. So um, eliminating sugar, using adaptogens and um, great adaptogens are ashwagandha. I'm hoping that I'm saying that right. Uh-huh. So the suple- the supplement of ashwagandha is actually extremely beneficial for hormone um, balance and stress relieving. The GABA is another one that is very good um, for women. And if you want to start somewhere, I will say research this. Um, different supplements and see if you can start um, working with them just try them and see how they make your body feel if you're experiencing really high levels of stress um, but when it comes to diet really nourishing food so you want to include those healthy fats um, a lot of people still scare of fat I don't know why, but fat is so good for you, the healthy one. So you need to include more avocados, more olive oil, more olives. Um, Avocado oil is excellent for cooking everything. Eggs and egg yolks, if if you eat um, eggs. Um, I don't, I try to stay away from dairy just because it affects the, it's been proven to affect um, negatively PCOS. Mm -hmm. So I try to stay away from that, even though I will have um, cheese here and there. Um, but I don't overdo it. It's mm. all about moderation. And we were talking about that before we came live about moderation. We mm. really want to be able to not punish ourselves either, because then there's this mental part of it, right? That if you ate the biscuit, like we were talking about, then you're going to beat yourself up mm-hmm. and then you're going to work out really hard to lose the weight that you gain from the biscuit. Listen, just eat the biscuit and then the next meal, make it better because you know better now you're empowered. So you you, shame and guilt is only going to lead into more stress, and it's Mm -hmm. going to lead into emotional stress. So we have to really be um, embrace that moderation. Um, A very good resource for women that I find that was really, really good is the hormone fix by Dr. Anna Kabeca. And it's a book that works with um, women from perinatal perineum <laughs> perimenopause yes thank you <laughs> I'm here for you <laughs> uh, yay. and menopause age range and one of one of the the quotes that really resonated with me is that starting our periods and ending our periods is mandatory we were just talking about this that's a life cycle but suffering and symptomatic is optional and that's a function of hormonal imbalances whether mm-hmm. we are in our teens or in perineum Perimenopause, yay, yay! Or menopause age range. Uh-huh. You know, we we have the ability to focus on a high, healthy fat, good proteins, and alkaline vegetables and carbs into our lives. And slow carbs are really important when it comes to diet. It helps balances our hormones and is going to bring that cortisol down. And when that cortisol is down, then stress level is down.
1: So let's talk real quick. I love everything that you shared and I just love your knowledge. You. So guys, we want to caveat this by saying that we are not medical professionals. And although yes. Janice is studying to be a functional medical practitioner, she's not yet. So we're not giving anything here as advice or what you should do. These are just experiences Mm -hmm. and things that we've experienced and that we found in our own personal research that she has researched. So please do your research. Please be sure to visit your medical professional or your, Mm -hmm. um, or a natural, a natural path or someone who focuses in nutritional medicine um, to find out what works best for you. So please know that the things we're sharing are not medical advice in any way. Um, but having said that, I love that you shared this resource, the hormone fix. I'm ordering that today, but what is her name? Can you spell her name for us? Dr. Anna, is that A-N-N-A?
0: Yes. Um, A-N-N-A and Cabeca is C-A-B-E-C-A. Okay. So guys, we will have that in the show notes
1: so that you can check that book out. And so, um, Janice was sharing, um, with us as we came into the discussion on moderation about nourishing foods and healthy fats and adaptogens. So this is going to have to be Janice, a two-part conversation. Like we're not wrapping no. up, mind you, but there's so much good stuff because you talked about slow carbs. So um, before we go to moderation, just briefly give us some examples of slow carbs. And a slow carb oh, yeah. is something that when you eat it, it doesn't shoot your, it doesn't spike your insulin. Like it progressively releases itself into your body. Is that correct? You still there? Hello? Cheneese, I'm so excited for part two of our conversation because this is such a yummy and juicy conversation.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We
1: Okay, so... Um when we wrapped up part one, I was asking about slow carbs and I was saying, could you just, before we go into our conversation on moderation, um, tell us just about a little bit about slow carbs and what that looks like in a food.
0: So slow carbs, what they do is that when you eat them, um, they're found in fruits, vegetables and whole grains and they're rich in fibers. So they take longer to digest and they cause a, lo- a slower rise in blood sugar. So that makes us keep, that makes us keeping from feeling that hunger so mm-hmm. fast mm-hmm. Um, or just feeling hungry after an hour eating. Like sometimes we go, I don't know if this has happened to you in the past, that like you go to a fast food and you get this amazing meal, right? That you think is awesome for you and you eat it and then you like um, start having the sugar rush, and then you feel hungry like two minutes later. Exactly, like, what, <laughs> what like, happened? I just ate yeah, like, a plate full like, of food. Right, mm-hmm. so okay. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. So some of the examples of slow carbs is your sweet potatoes, your avocados, your asparagus, um, your carrots, the green beans, your peppers. The cashews, so cashews and Brazil, Brazil nuts are really really good. Um, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, um, all the onions um, are low carb foods. So your sweet potatoes, your whole grains, um, and you want to stay away from any artificial stuff. So if you're using whole grains, you stay with barley, oats, and brown rice. Mm-hmm is also another grain if you wanted to go that route um but basically it's in all our vegetables and our fruits especially on the berries Mm -hmm. and the pears and the apples they're all slow carbs like when you eat um, some of these fruits they just keep you full for a longer time and if you're suffering from pre-diabetic um pre-diabetes or diabetes this can really help on healing because I don't know if you want to get this on a highlight, but type two diabetic, diabetic, I'm sorry, diabetes Mm -hmm. is reversible. I mean, Um, it is, it is reversible. It's not a death sentence. And we need to start seeing type two diabetes like it is. It's just a state in our body that um, we need to control with food and weight. Um, and exercising. Amen. This is so good. And so just, guys, just
1: being reminded, (laughs) no, thank you, um, is that, you know, we started out talking about um, stress because stress really is the linchpin for all of this Mm -hmm. based on our conversation, our experience today. And, we talked about how stress sabotages goals and there's so much in this because people, you know, as entrepreneurs, both of us are, you know, entrepreneurs and we're moms and we're ministers. We are all so busy. And one of the things I believe that people are always talking about is balance. How do I get my life into balance? How do I meet Mm -hmm. set goals and meet goals and then feeling bad when we're not able to meet the goal, but we can't meet the goal because we're stressed. We're stressed Mm -hmm. because we don't, you know, we are not, prioritizing sleep, we're not prioritizing good nutrition. And so recognizing that this is all symbiotic. You know, our ability to be mm-hmm. successful in our businesses and our lives and our personal lives is really relegated to um our health. And so when mm-hmm. we're in a state of wellness, then we're able to meet our goals because we have brain fog. We have so really that that knowledge and that grace is so powerful. I believe what we're talking about today will really help some people be able to begin to meet their goals because they're first prioritizing the goal of health. And so, you know, we talked about, started that conversation around moderation, which you and I were talking about before the call, before the podcast is that I recently found um, this um, lady named Paula B, who's a fitness professional fitness coach on um, YouTube. And at first I was just doing like just a few of her workouts here and there. Um, But one thing, I I just started to, again, continue through prayer. Um, Holy Spirit, help me. How do I get rid of the stress? How do I get the cortisol down? How do I bring my hormones Mm -hmm. into balance? And I started paying attention more to her um, narratives. And she is a fitness coach who specializes in moderate workouts for women over 50. Mm -hmm. And so her whole narrative is around moderation And she talks about how she calls it monkey brain. And she says (laughs) our monkey brains, which I think is hilarious. And I totally have been guilty of monkey brain. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's chronic. It's a sabotaging thing. How monkey brain tells us we need to do more. And as you know, there's this whole messaging in our society around grinding out and grinding hard and going hard. And that is such a lie from the pit of hell. And so she talks about that monkey. That's monkey brain. When we bully ourselves and tell ourselves we have to do more, be more, exercise more, and that's how we're going to lose the weight, and that's how we're going to be successful. And she says that is just not true. And what she has found, she's not a medical professional. What she has found is that in moderation, that's where the success comes. And so let's talk about that. You were beginning that conversation on moderation. So what can you say about moderation as it relates to stress, nutrition, hormonal imbalances, and, and your experience around all of this?
0: Oh my goodness. Such a great question. I love the word moderation. I think that we need to start talking more about it. Yeah. We... And this is go hard and just pretty much just put your health and at risk mm-hmm. just so you can reach your goals when in reality, what we're doing is that because we're going so hard that things we're sabotaging. So um, what happens when we are out of moderation? And we talked a little bit before in the first um, the first episode, but we start getting too much exercise and too much of something is is not good so we start especially mm-hmm. doing cardio so a lot of people because they're so stressed out because they feel like it's helping them to reduce stress but in reality, yes, it might make you feel good for a couple minutes but what's happening mm-hmm. internally is out of moderation right we start Having again eating too much sugar, lacking sleep, drinking too much caffeine or alcohol, or we start um, engaging too much on the use of electronics, um, and we also mm. start developing toxic relationships with people. So that's what happens when we're out of moderation, mm-hmm. and it also triggers stress eating. It triggers perfectionism when we know that perfectionism is not a good ideal. And it also triggers burned out. And as we were talking prior to coming live, when you're a coach and you're trying, and I know we talked about this before, and you try to just do so much, you end up burned out. And how can you serve Mm -hmm. others if you're coming from an empty cup, right? So how do we reach moderation? First, we have to get into what works for you. What yes, what works for you might not be the same thing that works for me or for my sister or for my cousin, we have to make sure that we find balance within ourselves. What eating lifestyle works for us is not the same that it will work for everybody else. Um, And we have to be so conscious to not try to Mm -hmm. keep up with everything that we're seeing on social media, and try all these different ways of eating super quick, because um, I know yes. this is a completely different topic, but diet culture knows that, mm-hmm. we, yes, that we will try 15 diets in a month. And in reality, that can mm. that can also trigger hormonal imbalance. So what Amen. you want to do is that you want to find what works for you and start doing it because it brings you joy. It brings you that place of happiness. So when I, for example, one thing that helped me a lot with my stress is mm-hmm. listening to worship music while I practice yoga. So that's one of the things that absolutely helped me calming down. And also taking a walk or taking a long drive, it calms me down. It helps me with it. Almost like sometimes I just go in the car, take a drive, Mm -hmm. no music, nothing. I just want to be in silence. I just want to engage into prayer and just activate that presence of God that is with me all the time, but really pay attention to what he's saying. Um, And we only can reach moderation when we start praying to specifics on our lives. And it's so powerful, something that you said before, that you said that when you started feeling stressed out and you started feeling like you were Mm -hmm. out of balance into prayer, you went, right? And you started asking God for specifics. What can I do in my life that is going to help me feel better? Because I know that you created me for wholeness and I'm claiming that. Um, and I believe that's one of the best things that you can do. Find what works for you. Find a workout that really moves you. Like if it's, if you're, if your friend enjoys Zumba and she loves it, that's great. But if you don't feel it and you don't like it, you're torturing yourself. You're actually going to be stressed out by just going to work out. And that's not the goal. The goal of working out is to reduce stress. Um, and yes. And the same thing with eating, we have to mindfully Eat. Okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have this delicious salad that I made for myself and I put all the goodies in there and this is nourishing my body and I'm going to take time to feel and to taste all of it. Um and not rushing while we eat because I don't know if this has happened to you but when you're rushing and you're not you eat, and you're you not tasting it. You like keep eating. And eating. So
1: I just see <laughs> I did a post the other day and you responded to it nothing, on Instagram nothing. about how there was this girl I was watching um yeah. and she's I really love this one video. I don't love her other videos. So I won't even, you know, give this as a resource, but it was 12 tips, 12 ways to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And she's lost like over 60 to hundred pounds um, through intermittent fasting. But again, that's another podcast, um, another wellness podcast for coaches. Mm-hmm. Cause guys, we have to get well, but anyway, her name is Rachel and she, one of the 12 steps or 15 steps, I don't remember is to slow down, Eat slow, eat slowly, and that really resonated, stood out to me because Mm -hmm. one, I love food. That's this a given. That I don't want God to take that away. He created food for us to enjoy, Mm -hmm. but I have been guilty of overeating and not and eating too fast. And so I'm the person I would eat my food, and then I want my husband's food. Mm -hmm. Bless his heart, and he would get so mad, and then I get mad at him because he wouldn't (laughs) share. But he, I had my portion, and I, truth be told, I probably had two portions. (laughs) And now I'm finishing mine in record time Mm -hmm. and I want his. And so when I read that, I don't know, I guess maybe in this season because of where I am (laughs) and because I prayed for that knowledge, slow down stood out to me. And so when you talk about mindfulness, like I have taken the time to make this food. I haven't slapped it together and thrown it on the plate. So really taking the time to get back to cooking. And if we're not going to get back Mm -hmm. to cooking, but taking the time then to mindfully Mm -hmm. select whole nourishing healing kind foods knowing taking the time to research what those are and going to the Mm -hmm. grocery store that you love that has those and I'm just going to caveat this not caveat but kind of detour a second pay and if it costs more paying for it because I realized when I would go to the grocery store I would Mm -hmm. spend more money on things I knew my husband needed for his how he eats and my son but for me I would be cheap You know, and so if what I wanted was $19 Mm -hmm. because I want a wild caught piece of fish or something Mm -hmm. else, like I would, I would, I would say no to myself, Mm -hmm. but why? I work hard, you know, and, and not saying that I want to do that all the time, but it's like prioritizing my health means prioritizing buying quality food and buying quality food so that then if I'm, like you said, sitting down, I've spent that money on that food, I've spent my time taking time to really enjoy it. And I think that brings a place of peace. Like when I say that mm-hmm. I feel a release in my belly, like just sitting down for a moment, not mm-hmm. even a second, but a moment and really tasting it. I've finished food sometime and I'm like, I didn't even taste it and it was so yummy because I ate it so fast. And, mm-hmm. and then two, giving our body a chance to not only relax, but to have that space to digest So I love that. Feel it and taste it. Being mindful. So So, um, you said, so again, how to reach moderation. You said, Mm -hmm. find what works for you. I love, love, love that message. Because with working out, that was something else I was doing was forcing myself to do a type of workout. I have to work out. I have to do this. No, this is Mm -hmm. something I choose to do. But what I recognize is I was bullying myself in it. So now I choose those things that are fun. If it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Because if yeah. it's not fun, it's making me stressed. And I'm, yeah. like you said, Same the whole here. purpose is Same to here. get rid of stress. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so so crazy. Like, we have to recognize, <laughs> yeah. what, are we sabotaging our own desire for health and um, our own processes? So I love that. And then you talked mm-hmm. about, um, you know, prayer meditation food exercise and and all that leads to joy and that joy reduces that stress and that stress will reduce that cortisol mm-hmm. and get that um our body back into those hormones back into balance so so you said then eating mindfully so do you have any other um tips on how to
0: reach that place of moderation I think it's uh it it includes mm-hmm. a deeper digging on ourselves it it requires it requires a,
1: um, yes. a really
0: observing what triggers our behaviors because mm-hmm. it really sometimes it's just a learned behavior we learned something and we think it's the normal way to do it but it's really understanding what triggers our behaviors i I have um had a struggle with um, binge eating and that's a whole nother topic but um, I struggled with that, and I had to find out what was triggering the the binge eating. And is that really that prayerfully going deeper to know what's going on in your life that is mm. taken away from your full potential? Um, yes, because sometimes it's, it's so many things. We we cannot we are a whole system. We cannot try to divide ourselves without a full understanding of who we were created to be. Um, so I think that's one of the, I think that mind, mindful eating, um, finding what works for you and definitely that renewal of the mind is what will take us to moderation because we are so individualized. We need to know what works for us. Um, another thing that, um, that really works for me, especially when it comes to eating yes, is like really mm-hmm. assess if you're hungry, uh, yeah, um, before you eat. Or maybe mm-hmm. you're bored, or maybe you're just thirsty, uh, or maybe you need to just get out of, uh, of the table or the desk that you've been sitting, go for a stretch, go for a walk, because sometimes we're eating out of stress, we're eating out of boredom, and we're eating out of just um, yeah. trying to avoid something. That happens to me a lot. Um, if I'm trying to avoid doing something, yeah, like if I have to clean something or I have to do something, I, some I would just go like, yeah, let me go cook something. I'm going to eat
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk to myself like, have chocolate chocolate in there. You're avoiding um, right now. I love it. Well, you talked yes. about um, mm-hmm. some scriptures, you know, earlier. So can you share some scriptures or favorite scriptures that you have that might begin to help someone kind of just study around or meditate around this
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I have a couple of reference, but one of my uh-huh. favorite is Psalms 34, 4, 5. I saw uh-huh. I the Lord and he answered me Thank he answered you, Jesus. me and delivered me from all of my fears. Uh-huh. Those who look to him are radiant That's so and beautiful. their faces shall never be ashamed. Uh, I love that one because stress can lead us to a fear uh-huh. response and we have to understand that. Um, and then you know, we got First Chronicles sixteen eleven. Seek the Lord in His strength. Seek His presence continually. And we talked about that, even in in the little things like, oh, what should I have for breakfast today, um, or what did I, what can I have today that will nourish my body and my hormones and will help me with my stress. God guide me and he will do it. Um Isaiah 26, 3. You keep you. Him in perfect peace yes. whose mind is stayed on you mm. because he trusts in you. So how important is that right now? We're having we are living in a in a time that if we are not anchored in his love and in his um Faithfulness towards us, it will really like this world will shake us if we are not anchored. Um, that's Isaiah 26.3. Um, Psalm 73.26 My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength mm. of my heart and my portion forever. Um, because we will fail, and it's okay. Um, our flesh will reach for the things that stress us out, or our stress will get out of control and we will snap. That happens to me. I'm a mom. And I am here, therefore, to confess that I have stress moments when I have to tell my kids, <laughs> "Hey, I'm going to hide my clothes." Yeah, for your look, for, for, for your sake,
1: <laughs> not for your sake, but for their yeah. sake.
0: For my yes, yes. <laughs> for your sake, I am going to go take this drive, <laughs> um, and then I love, love, love Lamentations three twenty two twenty four. The steadfast mm. love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Yes. Great is your faithfulness. Yes. yes. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. So we will experience stress. We will experience hormonal imbalance. We will fail because we're humans. But he never fails and he will give us the strength can to you pick see, up This where is we so, left and so, so can. beautiful.
1: Um, um. Oh, my God, it's been amazing. And so I want to um just really kind of, I think, wrap there because that feels so safe. You know, it does. So tell people um, how can they find <laughs> yeah. you and what should they seek you out for?
0: Yes. So right now um, I want to empower and educate women um, on their wellness journey as I become whole in my PCOS healing journey because I am, declaring Jesus that I am healed of PCOS. So in Jesus name. So right now I am on Instagram at Chica, you own it. And then I am on my website at www.chicayouownit.com. And when I mean you own mm. it, it's you own your wellness. You own your. Journey, I love it. You Can you health.
1: say that for us again?
0: Oh, you own your healing, you own your love journey, it. and you own your I love
1: your it. Heart. Janice, thank you so much. Is there anything else, finally, that you want to say or share or leave us with, a one word or anything additional
0: on your heart? Um, trust yourself. Um, as much as we trust God, God has given us the ability to to know when there's something wrong. Trust your intuition that something is wrong in your body um, and really just go seeking what it is, what is emotionally, physically, and mentally, what is out of place. Mm-hmm. that God wants And go to seek it medically. With. And
1: so who should women go to just as a final resource and yes. wrap up who or how should women begin the process of seeking out medical assistance for hormonal imbalance, who should they go to or stress or what would be some of your considerations
0: Yes, so I will suggest that it's within um, their abilities to get their hormones checked with a functional medicine doctor. We have a few here in Fayetteville. I don't have specific names with me. I can share them with you later so you can share them with um, the audience. Um, A functional medicine practitioner, a functional medicine doctor can help you to get your hormones checked and um, give you specific supplements and foods that will help you get back in balance. Um, I will also, um, recommend that you do your annual check. So you want to make sure that annually you're getting checked for your hormones. You're getting checked for, um, go to your OBGYN and make sure everything is where it needs to be. Everything is in place. Um, and another thing that I will say is just try to find what works for you to reduce stress. So meditation, you can do yoga. If you want to do that, you can dance, you can do Whatever works for you, but really getting um, our stress under control. And if they don't have medical uh, care, medical insurance
1: or uh, medical support, what are some um, ways that people can approach this I know one of the things that you shared and um we truly are wrapping up guys but I want to make sure that you have the resources you need is one of the things that you mm-hmm. share was the book the hormone fix by Dr. Anna uh, Cabeza so our Cabeca are there any mm-hmm. additional um sort of layman's ways that people can begin to start like a website that you recommend or that type of thing
0: um I will have to like send you my thing of resources because I do, yes um, but one of the things that um, people can start doing um, I always recommend that if you are um, experiencing some type of hormonal imbalance stress that you watch your diet and experiment yourself Um, and this again is not a medical advice Um, if you want to just um, research based on optimal levels of hormones based on functional medicine and if you research that you will see where your body should be optimal is better than um normal optimal is where your body functions to its best normal is what medical doctors think is where it needs to be so optimal versus normal is very important so research optimal levels of hormones hormones okay
1: guys so all these guys all this information will be in the (laughs) show notes Janice you you are so incredible and such a blessing and such an inspiration to me and I know to many others this has been a very beautiful nourishing wonderful conversation I just want to thank you and tell you I love you the love of the Lord and God bless you and we definitely have to do part two and three and four seriously (laughs) and God bless you and continue on your healing journey. We We just stand in agreement with you that you are completely healed from PCOS and that God will use this um, platform today to start um, the process of change and healing from multiple other women by your, by the spirit of God through you, by your hand in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Love you too.
0: Bye. Amen. Thank you so much.